It's, it's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've Done. given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah. I know. him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. I don't mean to alarm you, Jay, but we are down to just four Kmarts left in all of America. Is this a national emergency? Did you even ever shop at Kmart? Hell yeah. Okay. Who as a kid, you being a child of the 80s, tell me you don't feel a little bit like, oh man, four Kmarts left. We got to save them. Yes, not. I don't remember even shopping at Kmart. I'm sorry. Oh, bullshit. I know. Get out of here. I am not saying bullshit. Well, they're going down the drain just like Blockbusters went down the drain, just like Bettigan's went down the drain, just like Sharper (laughs) Image went down the drain. See you later, Kmart. (laughs) Radio Shack down the drain. Uh, Yes, Radio Shack down the drain as well. From the Oregonian, Kmart blazed to American retail glory beginning in the early 60s, seeking to dominate the discount retail sector with discounted national brands. A first at the time, at its peak in the 90s, Kmart operated about 2,400 stores and employed nearly 350,000 in the U.S. and Canada. Its brands once included Payless, Drugstores, Borders, the bookstore chain, Borders bookstore. and Sports Authority. Which Ooh. I also think is no longer bought out by Dicks. I want to say. I was going to say I, I thought Sports Authority was, but no, you're right. It's Dicks. Dicks is now Sports Authority. Yeah. So uh, with two Kmart slated to close, that'll leave just four stores open in the U.S. Uh, one is in Avenel, Oregon. Second one in Northern New Jersey, and the others are on Long Island and in Miami. Of course they are. Of course they are. Jay, how are you? On I this? am fine. How are you? I, Back I from am fine. Mexico. And Back, I listen, uh, yeah. uh-huh. and you nearly lost an eye like Ralphie. Yeah, I, right, exactly. Don't die, don't lose an eye. I have to update my one rule, the number one most important rule for the trip, don't die. And don't lose an eye, which I didn't. I went to go get uh, a second opinion, second look from a... American, an American, an American, American opinion, an American gringo doctor, right? As if, as if the guy in Mexico was not qualified to look at my retina, which no. I, no, he was, he was, he look, this was not Dr. Nick Riviera. Hi everybody. Your eye looks fine. As he, now as he, 10,000 pesos. as he puts a stethoscope over my eye and I'm yeah. like, I don't think that look that's not the right equipment for that. no he was a he he was i'm sure a very fine doctor and but you know how it is Uh, wives say you know you ought to get it checked while you're here i still kind of have floaters going on but yeah so basically he looked at it two seconds doctor looking at it for two seconds like yeah your your retinas are pristine you you did have to worry with floaters that it could be uh, a detached retina or torn retina but uh now you're fine I, i have something called uh 
I forget the initials on it, but basically it's uh it's just floaters. You know, do you ever have floaters in your eye that, you know, kind of float around? And I've I heard you describe that and I said, I don't know what a floater is. Okay. Is it like seeing stars? Is that what a floater is? No, it looks like a speck of dust that is literally floating okay. I, I, in your vision I field. Don't know what a floater is. Okay. But I'm I but I'm glad you made it home in one piece. Yes, they're common enough that family guy once did uh, a little uh, insert, I guess they call these insert jokes, you know, just little zingers mm-hmm. about eye floaters. This Shark. Is- hey, you should listen to this guy, Joe. He's flipping a nickel and chewing on a toothpick. Well, I uh, do really need the money, and I don't have the credit for a bank loan. Do it, Joe, because if you got to work here any longer, you're going to feel smaller than my eye floaters. <gasps> Here's one now. I can never look at it dead on. It's always trying to get away. Hey, I floater. Hi. Hey, hey, where you going? Away from your pupil. Well, maybe I'll look over here. I'll go over here. You got an answer for everything, don't you? <laughs> I love the silly voice they use. You know. Is that supposed to be Paul Lind? It sounded like Paul Lind. Ah, uh, kind of did. And it's always trying to get away. Hey, I floater. Hi. Hey, hey, where you going? Away from your pupil. <laughs> that does sound like Paul Lind. <laughs> Paul Lind, L-Y-N-D-E, L-Y-N-D-E yes. uh, of uh, uh, Hollywood Squares fame. Bewitched. Oh, he was on that as well. Yes. I know way too much about Paul Lind. Yeah, he was supposedly at once at one time considered the world's funniest man. I'll take Paul oh. Lind again. During the 18th century, it was common for a bride to sell something at her wedding reception to help pay for the cost of the wedding. What did she sell? Her, her firstborn. There's <laughs> uh, 22 minutes of Paul Lynn zingers. Have you really want that many of them? <laughs> when Laurie Lee Schaefer went through with it, she gave it to Terry Ann Mewson. What was it? Oh, Hugh O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had this reaction, you know, this kind of sour face, ha ha reaction. I'll say Rosemond. I'll agree. That's right. We have- Historians say that King Henry VIII had Anne Boleyn beheaded because she couldn't do one particular thing. What? <laughs> Convince Henry VIII he was Henry I. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. They really weren't funny in the 70s, were they? Well, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that that set had uh, like these spiral staircases so you could climb up to the higher squares it was a a nine box of squares that you would sit in and you played tic-tac-toe with the celebrities and you had them they would answer questions and then you would have to guess whether the question was right or wrong circle gets the square circle gets the square (laughs) is the name of it you know uh i guess there's there's game shows now there's modern game shows they don't have the same oomph that but you know, I don't know. I don't know what now. they are. Do you? Well, no, because they're just like they don't have. Well, they're modern. They rebooted everything. Like every show that we watch on a sick day in the seventies and eighties, right, is now back on ABC at like eight and nine o'clock. But they're just like they're just not like Password and the Joker's Wild. Of course, um, come on, give me give me another. Well, you know. 
password, Squares. Joker's Wild, Wheel of Fortune, Price Wheel is Right. Fortune. Price is Right. Uh, $25,000 Pyramid. Which I was a I was an all-time great at. Uh, of course, of course, the answer was right there. You, what dope couldn't get it? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, the the audience got to see the answer, and then you would watch the person there, uh, you know, flailing at it, trying to get it with the with the clues. Uh, match game, There's, match game, password. There was a great one. Do you remember the? It show? was a twenty thousand dollar pyramid, not twenty five. Uh, let's make a deal. An- you remember the show Angie? No. With Donna Pescal and Richard Hayes. Well, there was a there was a Deborah Lee Scott played the sister. And there's a great episode of Password where her top literally comes open. No on way. my TV. No it's way. just you couldn't do that today. <laughs> of course you didn't. Because they had a 10 second delay. Here's the whole list. So Hollywood Squares, twenty thousand dollar pyramid, sixth, according to ranker.com. Let's make a deal seven. Joker's wild eight. The ten thousand dollar pyramid nine, yeah, which that's I right. they would they would raise it every year. Well, that's I guess right. it preceded twenty five thousand dollars. Well, it might have gotten up to that. Uh, yeah, name that tune. Ooh, the newlywed game with Bob Hilton, a uh, card sharks, Jeopardy, the Gong Show, the dating game, Truth or Consequences. Yes, there is the $25,000 pyramid with Dick Clark on it. Wheel of Fortune, What's My Line, Concentration with Ed McMahon and Hugh Downs back in the day. Ooh. Uh, pyramid was, I guess, the original pyramid. Then they started the up with the original pyramid. Uh, yes. Beat the Clock, Tattletales, Supermarket Sweep, and High Rollers, your top 25. How, how did they leave out Make Me Laugh? Well, hold on a second. There's uh, there's more to come here. Uh, treasure hunt, the hundred and, the, the the new treasure hunt, one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollar question with Alex Trebek, celebrity bowling, uh, sports challenge, Dick Enberg, hot seat, the crosswits. Now you see it. Pass the buck, celeb sweepstakes, gambit, split second, celebrity charades, the money maze, jackpot, winning streak, the better sex, second chance, three for the money. I can keep going here. I don't think we're going to see it. Wait a minute. In your area, did you have uh, bowling for dollars? Yes, in the D.C. area. Absolutely. (laughs) We had had it in Baltimore also. I just did. I didn't think. I think there was an East Coast thing. Yeah, but every every market had different versions. Like, for example, in Milwaukee, they had bowling with the champs, and it was a TV show half an hour. Bowling for cheese. No, no, (laughs) but it was called Bowling with the Champs, and actually my producer, Josh, is going to – reboot it or reimagine it he's going to be he's going to call it bowling with the chumps he's already got it set up i think he'll do it on march 5th on a saturday and it's going to be uh you know just regular people but what they would do is they would get a league champion on tv to bowl against another league champion in milwaukee and it was bowling with the champs and be like and here's Ed Podolak, who owns a uh, muffler shop down on Blue Mound Road. Uh, Ed, uh, how long have you been uh, bowling here at uh, New Berlin Bowl? You know, and he'd tell you, and they would go and bowl on TV. Ed Podolak, running back for the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have used Ed <laughs> Fuck you. All right. You get my point. Okay. All right, let's get, let's get to the big story that I know people want to hear from you on, Jay, and that is the suspension of one Juwan Howard. Uh, I will say Jawan should not have thrown the smush punch. Mm-hmm. That was very wrong. 
But if I was a coach and after a game where it, it, coaches get a little amped up on the sidelines, just like players. Yeah. And to, to have your manhood taken like Wisconsin took Michigan's is even a little bit more upsetting. So if I'm if I don't want to shake your hand, don't don't grab me to try to get your point. I would have dotted Greg Guard's eye also. I, I, I literally would really? I would have yeah 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 at, at that point in the game when the he he called the time of, for the 10 second timeout roll just to get another 10 seconds so his team won't get embarrassed well, what do you practice for every day Greg don't you go over the press with your team at some point so that's your fault yeah but they that's were they were reserves they are were they on the scrubs. team yeah are they on the team do yeah. they get practice time what about do the- they yeah, 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 yeah. But no, what about what? I all mean, right, they, they all right. Time too. All right. So what about the fact that uh, Juwan was pressing with under a minute to go, down twenty? Well, there's the there's the unwritten rules of basketball. Yeah, I mean it, it goes both. I mean, so goes, in other words, what happened was wrong. guard was wrong. guard. You know, Juwan under his breath, and you could hear this on the on the video that was close up said, I'm going to remember that shit next time, meaning the yes. timeout. Yes. Guard wanted to stop him, because, and he was just going to do a blow-by. He was going to get it under the breath, fuck you, and then do a blow-by, and Guard wasn't having it. Guard wanted to stop and say, listen, I called timeout not to try to stick it to yes. you or anything, but because you were pressing and my walk-ons were getting buried. He could have let it go. Easily let it go. <clears throat> okay. Well, so a, so then so then we get a little dust up, a little back and forth, and the the over the top punch was completely out of line. And yes, coaches are coaches are supposed to be the ones showing the calm in the face, the restraint, the restraint, exactly the maturity. So that's bad. Like, and then you combine it with the fact he got into it with Turge last year. Well, Turgeon deserved that. I know. Well, you're so anti-Turgeon. <laughs> You're like, actually, I love that. <laughs> Thank God he's gone. By the way, your program, Maryland, is in the shitter. Do you want to know how much in the shitter they are? Yes, they I do. Played three, they played three games, Abe. I didn't even know they were on. That's how bad it's gotten. Me. Wow. You don't I even know. watch anymore. I don't even watch. I'm ouch. apathetic. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Uh, what's the way out of it? Have you heard, by the way, they're kicking oh. the tires on Richard Patino? And not they. They're not, I wouldn't. Let me rephrase that. Sports radio is kicking the tires on Patino, saying, "Well, would you go for Patino? Currently at Iona, uh, in a rehab stint. Yeah, in a rehab stint. Yeah, almost seventy years old. If that happens, I think it's going to go the same way. If uh, USC would have hired uh, Urban Meyer, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out." Uh, Rick, Rick Patino, 69 years old, currently the, coaching the Iona Gales. But have you heard the bottom of the barrel dredge? Uh, Andy Enfield, he sucks. Former he USC. Played, he was the guy that was at uh, Florida, Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast, Coast when yes. they put on that dunking display. They then he had went, a great four-game stretch, right. and he got a big contract at USC. And USC is good now, but it took him like 10 years. By the way, old Ricky P's got him screaming at Iona. 22 and 5 right now. 14 and 2 in the Metro. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, he's a former national championship winning coach. 
who's 69 years old. 69. Why don't you just hire Gary back? Uh, I don't think Gary wants to get back into it. How old is Gary? Maybe maybe 71. Okay. Maybe. All right. So, so I mean, yeah. a 69-year-old man should not be coaching at a major university now. No. No. Now, with Patino, you have to accept the fact that he uh, had a, a severe lack of oversight, if not a hand in, an escort sex, sand, sex scandal that did him in at, at, uh, at uh, Louisville, and... The fact that he banged some booster in the back booth at an Italian restaurant and then paid for her to have abortion. Devout Catholic that he is. I didn't know about the abortion thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forget the woman's name. Rick Patino. Patino paid for abortion. Yeah, Patino reportedly says he paid for an abortion. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick Pitino, the Louisville men's basketball coach, told the police he had sex and paid for an abortion with a woman, for the woman accused of trying to extort $10 million from him, a newspaper reported on Tuesday. Here, Karen, Karen Cipher is his name. He told police he had been drinking in a Louisville restaurant and had sex with Karen Cipher in August of 2003. The police report said he denied allegations by Cipher that he raped her, but Ooh. he did admit to having the sex and paying for the abortion. And he still had the nerve to wear all white on the sidelines. <laughs> that what was, a that was slime a, ball. That was a great, that was a great suit though. And he looked like, <laughs> uh, he looked like a Who do you look like? Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yes. That was a great suit. But he would, he would come to Maryland and bring his dopey non-coaching son with him and then coach for two years and then turn the program over to his son. He'd do something like that, and we, Maryland doesn't need that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, well, their their athletic director got caught in a sex scandal. I believe he solicited a prostitute when he was at some SEC school, Who? Georgia, Georgia. Oh. Damon Evans. Damon yes. Evans and the sex scandal. Yes. Is he still yes. the AD at Maryland? He is still the AD at Maryland. Okay, but what, but while he was at Georgia, he solicited a prostitute I... and 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 used the "Don't you know who I am?" card. <laughs> so you don't want Rick Patino. You don't want his kid Richard Patino, currently no. coaching New Mexico in the Mountain West. Oh, they are eleven on. and sixteen right now. Uh, he was the head coach of Minnesota for eight years, from twenty thirteen to twenty twenty one. Ah, didn't make the. Uh, the second round of the tournament, one year. Woo! Hey, in, how about 20, <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> so how does Maryland get back in the picture as a national relevant program? I'm good. I have I, I don't know how you do that now, but I don't know what kind of coach. Well, you know who I'd like them to hire former UMBC head coach Ryan Odom, son of Ooh, Dave. Son of there you go. Nice. Okay. Just not, somebody like that, young and scrappy. Not the son of Lamar, son of <laughs> Ryan. The son of Lamar, no. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's change gears here. Has your mom ever come up to you where you were doing something and embarrassed you just by coming to say hi? And you're like, Mom, 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 I love you, but come on, leave me alone. Did she ever do that? Did she ever do that? 
Here's here's a great No, 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 it was kind of boisterous, but not like that. No. Here's a great Ma, Ma, come on. Miles Harris, a TV reporter for ABC Six in Columbus, Ohio, was getting ready to do a stand-up in front of some restaurant called Roosters, and this is what happened. This is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm trying to work right now. You over there calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. Did you record that? Ma! Ma! That's my baby on TV. That's my baby. Oh, that's my baby. He's reporting in front of roosters. That's a good one. You know, you never had your mom. You never had your mom where you no, had to go, Mom, you're no. embarrassing me. That's funny though. That's a yeah, good one. That is a good one. Uh, here's a good one. A man by the name of Ollie London who was born white, male, and British, has plans to undergo penis reduction surgery in order to be 100% Korean. <laughs> okay, you made that up. I, 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 listen, today's news in all different areas of life is plenty good enough. You don't have to make these stories up. They just come rolling in. They're real stories. Uh, this is a transracial influencer who has already spent an estimated $250,000 on surgeries to become Korean, says the final step is to dial down his brajul to be 100% Korean. He says, I don't, want people get a, I don't want people to get offended by this, but in Korea, the average penis is like three and a half inches. That's I get so trolled racist. all the time. That's so racist. Says it's accurate. <laughs> People say, so "Oh, racist. you can't be Korean. You're not a hundred percent Korean, and I want to be one hundred percent Korean." Oh, God. what's his name again? Uh, Ali London. O L I London. Famous first name Ali's. Go. Uh, Ali North. We'll play tennis here. We'll game of yeah. tennis. Ali North. Ali Hashishik. <laughs> That's not an Ali. That's an A-L-I. <laughs> Son of a Ali. bitch. <laughs> Kevin Ali. Ooh, backhand. I just Ali backhanded. G. Ali, Ali G. G. You're going Ali's and I'm doing O-L-L-I-E's. Oh. Kukla Fran and Ali. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. That was a TV, That was a kid's TV show in the 70s. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. Come on. You didn't know. Okay. Wow. Maybe I watch too much TV. Oh, can I say something, Rick? Can I, can I blow up? Can I bang on one of your guests very quickly? Yeah. Hold on a second. Most famous you know, people named Ollie, according to the internet. Ollie Johnston. No idea who that guy him. is. Never heard of him. No idea who that is. Uh, yeah. Let's see. This is a lot of British guys. Okay. Go ahead. Bang on a guest. So I was listening today, and I, and I heard Charge, who is one of my favorites, as we both know. Oh, but he got me guess. laughing. Yeah, he got me laughing out loud when he said how his love of 1985 rap began with Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. <laughs> to which I quickly did the dog tilt, dog head tilt, and go. Her? That that came out in '82. I guess it didn't make it up there to Minnesota though, till 1985. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
<laughs> took a long time to get up there. It took a long time. So I was like, okay, maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I peaked on rap with Sugar Hill Gang. And then I said, you know what? It can't get any better than this. I'm just going to. Oh, they were the first rap song, right? Sugar Hill Gang? No, that was the first rap song that. Rapper's Delight. New. Rapper's everybody Delight, knew. Sugar Hill Gang came out what year? Master G, the Sugar 1980? Hill Gang. 1980, Did they borrow a sample? as the underlaying sort of tune to this from a different 70s yeah. song. Three, three, three things great about this song. That's chic, good times, which they, Ah, that's, yeah, that's what it is, yep. Number two, they did it in one take. Really? They did, they did one take and that was it. Number three, the last guy who's on it, his name is Big Bank Hank. He stole all his lyrics from another artist. And the other artist was like, yeah, I don't care. Little did he know that song went on to make millions. Huh. Interesting. Yes. There we go. Oh. There we go. Then he got this right here. Yeah. Sucker. Sucker. We've come we've come a long way from uh sucker yes, when it comes yes. to rap lyrics, right? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so a, so, lot, a lot stronger terms. So yeah. did rap exist before Sugar Hill Gang? Um, yes. How? But, Who? Where? Oh what? Oh my god. What's patient zero for rap? Ooh, that's a great one. That is a ooh. Because I, I always thought that Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang, was was Patient Zero. No, launched the genre. Zero, but I'm going to have to claim ignorance on who's Patient Zero. On what that was one. the first rap song ever recorded? Oh, you're going to ask Siri? No, I'm going to ask Google. Siri doesn't know. <laughs> Siri doesn't know shit. Oh, look at this. First, first uh, response. The first rap record didn't come from Sugar Hill Gang. Let's see what this story. It came from Fayetteville's Bill Curtis and his Fatback band. Do you know of that band? Never heard of it. Never heard of him. Okay. Well, there's your homework assignment, Jay. Since you are <laughs> you are the 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 authority on all things rap. Speaking of Siri, Apple says they're going to give Siri a new gender neutral <sighs> sounding voice. God. There we go. <laughs> can can I can, can I say nothing has angered me more in the last year than the that swimmer who is oh Leah Thomas beating, that angers me more than anything else. How, how can no one? I heard how come no one's speaking up? How come the actual women and the parents and how come no other athletes other than Martina 
Navratilova has spoken out. I want to say someone else fairly high Donna profile. Donna Deverona. Donna Deverona okay. spoke out. And right. Said, I mean, what is, what is the swimmer's name again? Leah, Leah Thomas. It clearly has an edge oh. physically. <laughs> when, clearly. When, when she's winning by secretariat lengths in every I, event, it's such a joke. And there's some parents who are like, she's not even trying as hard as she could because if she did, she'd win by even more and it'd be an even bigger joke. But I'm going to tell you, Jay, I know uh, it's easy to get angry by it, but here's why I'm not angry because I guarantee you every one of those girls on that team is as woke and as left wing as can be. And this is what that ideology has brought to them. It's burning their own house down. And I'm here with a lawn chair and popcorn watching it. You don't like it? Do something about it. Speak up about it. Because I'm sure they were all in in favor of this up until. Oh wait a minute! What? We're gonna have a a a a transgender girl now destroy us in the pool? This is no fun. Well, yeah. A lot of us said that's what's gonna happen, and and now there's a fear, Jay, that these college coaches are going to recruit transgender swimmers so they can win. Because the coaches don't care. They're like, I'll make more money. I'll be like, this really in-demand swim coach. It's not good. I mean, at it's some point. I mean, is it going to then cross over into women's soccer? It could. It, it can be like a wildfire that jumps the road and burns down everything. Depending on just how many people want to go ahead and, and do this. And so no, but- they, had, they, had, they had rules in place for like, well, you're – like the the international or the swim federation, the NCAA punted the issue. They didn't want to be the ones to make the rules, so they said we're going to punt the decision on this issue to the individual sports and their federations. Right, so Finia or the the swimming body, I guess, is what it is. They had a plan in place to measure testosterone levels. And they were going to say that, you know, these transgender transgender athletes would have to measure under a certain threshold for five months in a row, right? But then when they were going to implement it, they're like, oh, but it's too soon because that, you know, we we haven't had time to allow whatever. So they scrapped that. But beyond just measuring under a certain threshold testosterone-wise, they say that if you go through puberty as a full-blown male, your muscles, your bone structure your body and everything is going to be of a certain build that will give you a hella advantage even if you dial back your testosterone later on when you're 17 or 18. Yeah. God. I know. That's a, a lot a lot of gobbledygook. It is. And so so now they're saying, well, maybe we create a special open division in which transgender athletes can compete. And I'm thinking, well, that'll be great for two seconds, but then – who else would compete against them in that so-called open division? They would still get destroyed by the men. Leah Thomas was not competitive as a – I mean, he was on the the men's team but was not very good. He was good. just average. Not good at all, no. Yeah, not good at all. But at least he was on the team, at, you know. But And what's weird is they say at these meets, no one talks to Leah Thomas, that they don't – the other, you know, uh, girls on the team don't cheer for him, that he's – or her, that he, she's kind of a pariah. And the question is, what, what, what do you get out of that? What, why, 
Would you want to do that? I'm sure she has her reasons, and she feels like she's blazing a path for transgender athletes, but we have a Houston, we have a problem here, Houston. That is, certain advantages biologically are going to be impossible to equal out. See, you, you, you and I can be lockstep in something politically. There you go. There you go. See, there, there you, you go. go. Uh, we can be lockstep in this as well, speaking of politics. Headline, Cardi B says she's not really on NATO or Russia's side amid Ukraine crisis. Well, thank fucking God somebody asked Cardi B about the Ukraine-Russia crisis. Get the fuck out of here. I'm glad that I can go to bed knowing what Cardi B's stance is. I'm glad to know that. The 29-year-old entertainer's remarks came a day after she responded to a Twitter user asking her to weigh in on this. Asking her to weigh in on this, quote, whole Russia thing. Oh God! I that, I'm 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 really pissed off that I missed that 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 uh, that exchange. <laughs> All right, because I'm oh, while while we're on the social media front, this is a this is a good story. Teenager wins eighteen hundred dollars from mom in bet for staying off social media for six years. How about okay. that? Uh, the Minnesota teen won nearly two grand from his mom for staying off social media for six years. The 18-year-old said, I thought it was awesome on the 18 for 18 challenge. Uh, the Facebook fast began in 2016 when the res- when the uh, the kid's mom challenged the then 12-year-old to get off social media until his 18th birthday. If he did so, he'd get a check for could you have done that at 18 now? There's no, that would no, have been damn no near possible. Damn no. near possible. No, no, even with my adult supposedly, you know, ability to be restrained and mature and patient, you know, that life has taught me, I can't get off it for yeah. 18 minutes. No. But I'll say no. it's my job, though. Yeah, it's my job. I got to be on social media. I'm really trying to get off it more and more during the day that I just, I just need to be on it for 30 minutes prior to going on the air or 30 minutes prior to talking to you just to be up to speed. Like, okay, like I don't need to know what's going on during the middle of the day. So, uh, I've given up the Facebook, which I'm happy about. Oh, I can only imagine that. That's a good one. I'm glad I gave that. I'm glad. I'm glad I gave up that narcotic. I was all, I was almost off Facebook entirely. And then I got back on just because our sunburn bowl trip has a private Facebook page for people who went on the trip. And I had to get on that to share photos and just sort of stay in touch with the group. But I hate it. I hate it because it's just, to me, it's so confusing and dense and full of settings and this, that, and everything else. I call it a digital garden that needs constant weeding, you know? A freaking man. Pluck this, tune that, post this, blah, blah, blah. I already have enough digital gardens. I don't want to weed anymore. Uh, Major League Baseball lockout. They are meeting. They are talking. They're making teensy-tinesy incremental progress, but... The clock is ticking. They've got until Monday night to save the start of the season. Your feelings ain't going to happen. Okay, it's because it's all surface time, and the and the uh, owners don't want to give that up, and the players don't want to budge. This this they're going to baseball is going to be hockey in like three years. It's rather dramatic, isn't it? It's it's going to be like hockey. You know, nobody's going to care except for a small niche, and you know. Ruined, ruined by 
Greedy owners and greedy players. And and, again, and an incompetent commissioner. I mean, Bud Selig, Alan H. Selig, Alan H. Selig, as mockable as he was for being this, you know, uh, Lundegardian figure of, I don't, I get, yeah, 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 you know, he actually handled a lot of very difficult things, and he loved the game. This guy, Manfred, he is just a soulless corporate ghoul who has no feel for the game and doesn't give a shit about it. And it's also two people, Scott Boros and Manfred. Those are the two people, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. that they're doing all the fighting. Scott yeah. Boros wants this, and he's yeah. the most powerful person in baseball. And Manfred, it's, it's again, it's going to end. They're going to be hockey. They're going to strike. Yeah. Nobody's going to care. So if uh, if they start missing you know, games, do you know how much Max Scherzer will lose per day? Take a uh, guess. $120,000. Oh, missed it by 50%. <laughs> Max Scherzer will lose $232,000 a day. God damn. And you no know shit. <laughs> he, he might be, he still might be underpaid for as good as he is. Uh, might be, but. Does anyone need that much money? Well, the marketplace says he's he's deserved it, and the owners gave it to him. That's the thing. The owners will pay that money to the top flight guys, and then but they the are absolutely – yeah, they're fighting tooth and nail to keep service time limits as like six years so that you know th- these young players can be dirt cheap for as long as possible. I remember the, the Orioles uh, at one time star outfielder, Adam Jones. Left the Orioles, and I can't remember where he went after that. But he was good for like six or seven years with the Orioles. Left to go to free agency, was in, went to free agency, was, I can't remember where he played for one more year, but then he had to go to Japan because he couldn't get a job. And he was only like 32. Yeah. That is just ridiculous. All right, a couple others. Uh, teacher suspended, Jay, after her sex tape is accidentally airdropped to 200 students. Okay, we're going to have to go see this. Where Where is it at? <laughs> you want to see the sex tape, huh? Yeah, we're, we're going to have to see if this is true or not. <laughs> uh, this was in Ohio, of course. Of course, of course. Florida, at the, Ohio, at the yeah. private Ginn Academy, G-I-N-N. Maybe that's uh, after noted return man from The Ohio State University. <laughs> oh, first name. Line, line, please. Who's the, who, what's the name of the Ginn? Oh, Ted. Ted, Ted. Ginn, yes. Theodore Ginn, yes. Uh, yeah. The raunchy footage the raunchy footage purportedly involving the educator and her boyfriend was stored on her cell phone and actually sent out to students, accidentally sent out to students uh, via airdrop. <laughs> That's why you need to have uh, everyone ticked as your airdrop receiving <laughs> status because you never know what you can catch. I of actually, course, it doesn't give a name. Damn it. I know. I actually got a couple of guys, a couple of buddies on the flight. We were on the runway waiting to be de-iced going to Mexico. And I airdropped them a photo of Wardy Joubert. You don't know who that is? No, who is that? You don't know the legend of Wardy Joubert, the big like weightlifter I... guy who's sitting on a bench, totally buck naked, his legs open, and just the biggest, biggest meat meat bat you've ever seen 
Okay, I'm going to have to say no. He died. He died. He, yeah, but he became internet famous, Jay. I can't believe you being on the internet had never heard of I Warty did. Warty Joubert. Looking at men's junk, not my thing. Bro, That's I don't. Why. Okay, bro, I don't look <laughs> at it. I'm like not collecting it. All right. But it became internet famous, so don't act like you're better than that. <laughs> All right, one more real quick. LeBron says he will play with his son in the NBA. Period. Okay. End of story. He says, even if I'm on a minimum contract, he vows that's going to happen. Do you like it as a – listen – I'm setting my sights up there. He'd have to play, what, at least three more years? And his son would have to, hello, make the NBA. Make the league. I've tried to find stats of Bronny James. I don't know. How, I do know he dropped from, like, a top 30 prospect to, like, in the 50s. Really? I don't know how good he is. I, I, I know he Plays for three, Sierra like, Canyon in Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I don't know how good he is. Uh, points per game, six points. Point eight. He's six three. He uh, might two four seven sports says James's six foot three frame is filled out nicely. He's added some pop on his drives to the rim in traffic or in transition. And um, you know, he may or may not develop into an NBA player. He's I, currently a junior in high school. So he would be, what, 16 years old, 17 years old? 16 to 17. Okay. Again, I mean, if LeBron was to play in the G League, that's likely more to, you know, that's, but you know what? Some GM will, well, we can get LeBron and we can stash. Yeah, I can see, I can see that happening. I mean, look, look at Giannis. He's a, yeah. He's got like 19 brothers in the league. Right. He's a, Bronny is, a, he's a, he's a junior. And he's played six games, averaging under seven a game. Yeah, I don't know how. You don't know how that works? No, I don't know how. Yeah. And let's 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 go down the list of great sons of uh, great basketball players. Oh, they're out there. There's more. There's more sons' names popping up now. Where I'm like, wait, what? Apparently, Greg <laughs> Anthony's son is a really good Cole. player. Yeah. Cole, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but was Greg Anthony a great? Greg Anthony was good. I'm talking about like Michael Jordan. Great. Oh, oh, okay. This is like the super great, basically. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. I mean, I mean by the way, by the way, is Greg Anthony resurfaced from that uh that fifty dollar hooker that cost him the plum job on the yes. CBS college basketball broadcast he's team? Back. I saw him doing a game about two weeks ago and I made that same I was like, he's back and they were and they were like, yeah, he they, he just went away for a year, and that was okay. it. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up here. We've had a good time. No need to make it a long time. Time for FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go, Jay. Who do you got? Philip Mickelson. Oh, yes. Really, yes. dude? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, what yes. the hell are you doing? You can again. You can say nothing. You don't, you know people don't have to hear you talk all the time. And then he was like double speaking. 
call the Saudis terrible, but I'll take their money. What? <laughs> right. And then and then when you know everyone was like, oh my God, what what is wrong with you? He tried to say, well, those comments were off the record, which Alan Shipnuck forcefully pushed back on saying, no, 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 no. Besides, think about this. Yes, those reprehensible comments and thoughts and opinions that I had privately, well, you shouldn't have known about them. But those were my private thoughts. Like, how does that exonerate you, basically? He's just, I still, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He is, he is unbelievably greedy. He thinks he's smarter than he is. And he doesn't give a fuck who he hurts along the way. I have no use for Phil Mickelson. So I agree. But I'll never forget you're one of your best guests ever. Barker Davis, former uh, golf writer said he was a bad guy. This is like in 2004. When it was very unpopular to say he was a bad guy because he really snowed everybody with the thumbs up and the smile and the happy family and the cancer survivor story and the kids with the long hair. Yeah, it's all bullshit, man. Bad guy. Phil Mickelson. That is Jay's Fuck That Guy. I got some news for you. I really hate your ass right now. All right, my fuck that guy goes to the entire Cavaliers roster, except for Jarrett Allen. He's excused. You know what they did? They kept Jarrett Allen out of their group chat until he got an iPhone because they didn't want him being the lone green text guy. Oh, God. (laughs) Said Jarrett Allen, I actually had to go get an iPhone. I've got an Android now and an iPhone because they wouldn't let me in the group text. They wanted all blue messages. God damn it. Get over it, people, and just fucking deal with it. So for the Cavaliers (laughs) roster, fuck those guys. All right, Jay. Any big plans for the weekend? Uh, Well, it's my birthday weekend. Yeah. So, So it's your birthday it's my birthday on Saturday, so I, I guess something's planned for me. I have no idea. All right, well, hopefully your girl has something big and special. You're going to celebrate it down there in Virginia where you're now living? No, I'm, I'm going back to Maryland to uh, do some tidying up. Bro, so. bro, why don't we go out Saturday night? Me, you, Sterno. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you, do you live off 66? No. But I have a car. I have a car and a license that not that's not yet revoked, so... <laughs> I can meet you somewhere. All right, Jay. I think we're going to have to do a plan. Yes. All right. I'm out. We'll figure it out. Thank you, Jay. Bye-bye now. Winter can wreak havoc on your skin. Hey, it's Kayla, and it's not just the weather, but as a new mom, I've seen my skin change in ways that I'm not too happy about, but that's where the Skin Center has you covered. Their most popular treatment is Botox because they're the best at it. They've been ranked a top 10 provider in the nation by Allergan Aesthetics, the makers of Botox. And their best facial is what I got. It's the Hydra Facial. It exfoliates, extracts, and hydrates all at once. So save your skin from these winter blues and DM at the Skin Center MD on Instagram and mention code Kayla to get one $100 off your first Botox or filler treatment or any skincare package.